0: up weirdos this is shade tree surgeon and five dirty bikers are coming at you with that big dick energy open up wide (laughs) because you know you want it
1: welcome everybody to the five dirty bikers podcast Are you following the 5 Dirty Bikers on social media? Find us on Facebook and like us on Instagram and Twitter at 5 Dirty Bikers. Hey everybody, welcome back to the 5 Dirty Bikers podcast. Today, we have a returning guest we have from the state of Florida, Blockhead. Blockhead, thank you for joining us on the 5 Dirty Bikers podcast once
2: again.
3: Thank you guys for having me again. It's uh, always a pleasure.
1: Down so there we, in the
2: Corona hotspot.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we know we can, talk, yeah, we can talk about infinity things with you. But Ryan, uh, go ahead and let everybody know what, uh, what we got cooking today.
4: So last week,
1: hopefully you guys all listened
4: to our podcast from last week, and we asked 50 people why, that don't ride motorcycle why they don't ride And so um, the brief synopsis was most people said finances and safety. Those are probably the top two reasons why people that are currently not riding don't ride. And so we kind of wanted to play off of that topic and we thought it might be good to discuss uh, what would be some reasons or some things that the motorcycle industry could do to attract more riders, um, get more people on bikes, get more butts on the seats, get more people out on two wheels. So that's what we're going to discuss today.
0: I'm going to suggest testosterone because that's the only thing that will get your nuts out of a purse. <laughs>
2: <So> <laughs> well, yeah, We had a guy last week, his nuts were in his wife's purse, right? And he couldn't ride?
0: Yeah. Yeah. In a, in a uh, satin velveteen Corona or crown royal bag. I was going to say like a crown royal bag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: exactly exactly yeah. like that. I'll never yeah. be that person. With a set of nuts in the purse.
1: you know you're you're a real influential guy on you've gotten a lot of people to ride maybe um maybe to start if we could expand on has anybody approached you and said how that you got them to ride what was like the the magic the magic potion
3: yeah so um well before we get too far into it uh on my recent trip to georgia i was uh rocking y'all's podcasts uh back to back to back so thank you guys for making my my ride a little better i appreciate you that's That's awesome awesome. thank you did you find it
0: interesting and funny at all
3: (laughs) oh man i looked forward to the word of the day every time (laughs) (laughs)
0: said no one ever
3: (laughs) (laughs) i'm just sitting there like you know leading uh i'm in front of uh uh jess for two wheels and greg and like i'm just shaking my head i'm like they have no idea what's like what i'm listening to right now (laughs) (laughs) no but it was it definitely made uh time time pass by a lot uh, a lot faster so thank you guys and good work thank you thank you So, um, yeah, I guess to kind of backtrack, um, the, so I, I, I've had a lot of people that have, um, you know, posted on my channel saying that like, uh, because of the videos, uh, they've, they've started riding um, because of like, I've got, I don't know, three or four how to ride videos. And so with, with that, I see a lot of people that basically go from, Uh, not understanding really like how a motorcycle works uh, to slowly little by little uh, building a foundation and understanding how a motorcycle works. Um, It's, it's something that like kind of all of us that, that ride uh, take for, not even take for granted, but.
2: Uh Oh, Oh, Uh -oh. little
0: sweet. Is there a little sweet there? (laughs)
2: <laughs> little
3: sweet do we cut out what what yeah oh, there we,
2: we go. yeah we, nice. we cut out, out. okay
3: oh, okay what was the last thing you guys heard
2: influential no, no. <laughs> i don't know
4: yeah <laughs> you were you were telling us about how your videos were um educating people
3: yes yeah so it's it's basically takes them from a place of like not understanding it at all to uh kind of building a foundation and little by little just like showing them okay this is the basis of a bike these are the controls and then it goes into the next part which is like using the friction zone and kind of like barely shifting into second gear and it's it's kind of more at the pace that like if I were looking up a youtube video on how to ride like it's what I would want to see and that's a lot of the reasons I make the videos is because I make stuff that I would want to see and so i've gotten a lot of people that have said like you know, thank you for making the video. Like this is the reason I started riding, which is incredibly rewarding. You know, in of itself. Um, but like you guys were saying earlier, like finances does have a lot to do with it. You know, it's like uh, not everybody can afford a, a bike payment, but there's definitely ways like around that that you can. I mean, there's used bikes on you know Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist and Cycle Trader for cheap as hell and they still run granted it might be from like the eighties and nineties and be carbureted. But if you know, like your way around with the wrench, like you you should be good to go. Right. Um, Yeah. And there's, I I don't know, there's just a lot of, a lot of things that I think we can do to, to make more riders. It's one of the things that Josh shade tree surgeon, you know, says, he says more of us, less of them. And so like one of the goals, like with, with the channel is like welcoming any and all riders, if you ride a Harley, awesome. If you ride a Grom, that's cool, too. Like, it doesn't matter, as long as you're on two wheels and enjoying it, so.
1: Absolutely.
0: It's just,
3: it's just getting the
0: people from, you know, over the fact of being scared or intimidated.
3: Yeah. Just and it is, from it riding is in general. It is a lot to take in at first. Um, I actually recently retook, after four years, uh, I retook the MSF course, which was nails on a chalkboard, (laughs) but, um, it it was funny, like kind of going through it all and seeing, uh, how they, how they build up, you know, the, the steps and get you to learn. So, I mean, you're starting from, you know, they're, they're assuming, you know, nothing. And so, uh, watching that from, from taking somebody that doesn't know hardly anything and is really kind of timid and seems A little scared by the bike to at the end of day two you know they're ripping around the parking lot no problem it's it's really cool
5: yeah that's what i loved about it i mean they put you on something small they make you walk it across the parking lot really slow and then you know baby steps but yeah i think everybody
3: should take that it's kind of it, like you, you talk about people being scared. Uh, it's, it's very similar to firearms because I was, a or I am currently a, a firearms instructor. And so one of my, one of my neighbors, um, she's not really familiar with firearms. And so we ended up having a day. Somebody was over here at my house. This is a, such a fucking Florida thing I'm about to say. Somebody took out a gun <laughs> in my house and we were looking at their gun and like, you know, we unloaded it and we we're, you know, trying out the trigger to see it was like a two and a half three pound um and a Glock, and so i started taking Ooh. out right so i started taking out you know it was kind of show and tell it's like oh well these are my guns you know because they're in my house so i'm like taking the guns all out of my safe and i handed one to her you know it was unloaded and she kind of seemed to really just you know standoffish about it and i was like do you not know about firearms like are you scared of them because you don't know about them or are you scared of them because something else And so she was like, I just don't know about them. I'm not comfortable with them. It's the same thing with motorcycles. People just don't know about it and they're not comfortable with it. Therefore, they have a bit of a fear because of all the terrible stories that you hear. You know, (laughs) whenever Greg and I were about to come back down to Florida, like this woman walks up to us randomly out of a gas station. She goes up to him and she's like, oh, like my... Cousin's uncle's nephew's daughter's best friend died on a motorcycle. You know, it's like, come on, man! Like, I don't want to hear that before I ride 500 miles back to Florida. <laughs> no you shit. know what? This is
4: this is what I don't get about motorcycles because everybody has a story like that. That somebody came up to him and tells him about somebody that they know that died. No one ever does that to you at a gas station in a fucking car. They don't yep. walk up to you and say, hey, you know, my sister died in a car wreck last week. No one says that shit to you. Okay. So why do they do it in, why do they do it to motorcycle riders? I'll
3: never get it. It's just one of those, you know, societal stigmas that's out there. It's like, they, you know, and afterwards she was like, you know, I, I hope you all have a safe ride, you know, safe journey. She was She was kind and nice about it and her heart was in the right place. But like the whole like, okay, you just told me that somebody like you knew died on what I'm about to throw my leg over and go do. <laughs> like what, how Fuck. am I, how are you supposed to react to that? You know, I want to well, make why a are they?
0: Well, why are they bringing up the negative first rather than, you know, I mean, it,
2: Dude, Again. everybody brings up the negative first. It's, I mean, it's fuck. like, well, I, I knew news. somebody.
0: I knew somebody who died on a motorcycle. Really? Well, what was it? Well, he was running about hundred and ten and didn't have a helmet on and tried to run straight through the forest. I don't, I don't know why he just, you know, but he died. Well, okay, that's you know, that's called Darwinism, and oh I hate that, that for your stupid. family, but. You know, or you can look at it this way. Somebody tells you something negative, say, God, I feel sorry for the millions of other people who are still alive on the motorcycle. (laughs) I mean, Uh, I'm going to I'm
1: I'm I'm going (laughs) to I want to jump in here, too, because there's there's a lot of instances where, you know, you hear somebody locally that that died in a wreck. But most of the time around here, at least I don't know about where everybody else lives that's listening or or you guys here. Usually, alcohol has something to do with it. Yep. Or driving reckless or riding reckless.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: It's or speed wobbles. Or, or a <laughs> deer pulls out in front of you because that happens a lot around here. Yeah. You know, and they'll just shoot right out from the corn stalks, right into the road, and you can't react. But more times than not, in this area, in this region, if you practice safe riding, gear up somewhat and do the right things and use your brain you're usually 99.9 times out of 100 gonna come home the same way you left
3: yeah it's yeah. such a mental thing it's it's one of the things i, I recently told a new rider um because they were you know in the, in the class and I, I was telling them it's like you can you can get the actual riding part down but like so much of it is mental you have to like think about what you're doing look through your turns have like a plan like an escape route and you know that's just have your head on right you know
1: yeah, it's be more than, that's be vigilant
3: that's what's one of the than, reasons i always say stay vigilant Is because you constantly got to be looking around and paying attention
0: yeah we talked about that last week Yep. yeah but you do the same time. you do the same with firearms though i mean it's the same thing You know, concealed carry wise or anything like you know, it's a frame of mind that you have to put yourself in every day when you ride or when you carry. So,
1: because I'm in the situation where I'm be be buying my first handgun, I'm almost forty. I don't know why I waited so long. I mean, I used to shoot BB guns when I was a kid. I had a had a little shotgun right or little rifle when I was I don't know nine or ten that my dad bought for me. But people will look at you the wrong way saying, Hey, I want to have a gun in the house. We're like, well, you got kids. And they say the same thing when you have a motorcycle, Well, you got kids like, yeah, but I'm safe about what I do. They said, I know, I know I can die. Like Mike said, I could die sitting on my couch. Of course the probability of me dying sitting on my couch is a lot less than me getting on a motorcycle and riding, but I do, I do say things. You know, I, you got to keep it in the back of your mind that, you know, you, you could die. You could not come home, even if you're riding to work like I might not come home. But you don't want to you don't want that to be the center of your ride. You just want to go out and enjoy it. This the fucking yeah, the podcast f- took a
2: morbid fucking turn, did
1: it? <laughs> no, you
0: guys are negative Nazis, <laughs> I mean, man. Geez, this well, is no fun at
3: all. So, dying. Okay, well, well like <laughs> looping back around to what we're originally talking about is like how how do you make more riders? Well, this is one of those stigmas that's out there is that right. you know, you hear about this shit like nonstop. Like, you know, before I started riding, my parents told me the same thing. You know, so and so lost their leg or so and so is like, you know broke their neck or something or so-and-so died like you always hear about the negative and so that's one of those things it's like there's so much negative about it out there it's like how do you work your way past that well you do what we're doing you know you kind of positive yeah you get together and you talk about it and you make videos showing people that like oh look you know i've got 700 something videos on motorcycles and here i am knock on wood um yeah, like there's there's way more positives to it than there are negatives to it, and you know you can you can die sitting there on your couch, and you can talk probability all day, but you know if if you're just sitting there doing nothing, are you living or are you already dead kind of thing, you know? Were you? getting out of Mike, how can I? <laughs> so. You know,
0: it's it's sort of like like you were bringing up with firearms, Dustin. You know, you're fixing to bring a gun into the house, right? Yep. The best thing you can do is have your children around guns and show them what not to do. Because, man, I was raised around guns. I know so uh, my old
1: my, my old man duck hunted. He went turkey. I hunting. never.
0: I never touched my dad's firearms at all. Didn't matter how many friends I had over, never touched them.
2: All three of my kids can load, unload, and clean a gun. Yeah.
0: Right. And see that right there is impressive. Yeah. Yeah. But, but if you, motherfucker. But if you if you don't if you don't have your children or children haven't been around them, of course they're going to be interested in them. They're going to want to touch them and play with them because they see dad has it. Whatever you know, I have three kids and none of my kids touched you know ever touched my loaded pistol on my nightstand in my holster because they knew what a firearm did. They shot firearms. They had been with me around, and I that was from when they're from the time when they were babies till, you know, they're teenagers now. And I never had to worry about having a loaded gun in the house because you raise them up around that. Now, if you haven't been around motorcycles, yeah, you're going to be timid when you get on a motorcycle because of everything that you have been told your entire life. But at the end of the day, everyone dies. And you know what? Oh, yeah. You can't live in fear your entire damn life. If you're going to go out, go out doing something you fucking enjoy rather than, well, I was driving in a car and I got hit. Guess what? Wah, wah.
2: Jesus, Mike.
0: <laughs> wow. You got you to gotta live, to me, I guess
4: I look at it like this. You got to live life a little bit without regret, right? The only The only thing you're going to regret when you're, you know one foot in the grave is all the shit you didn't do you're never gonna regret shit you did do right yeah and so that's why i look at it every time i get on my motorcycle you know the only ride i'm gonna regret not going on is the one i didn't fucking go on right every other ride it doesn't even matter if it's to work or to the you know grocery store or to the fucking pump and munch
2: they're all good (laughs)
0: Hey, God, you he know one
2: angry tonight too. <laughs> a lot of aggression in this podcast <laughs> hey, tonight.
0: You know one regret that I will never have: riding a fucking Donna
6: <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: so, to elaborate on your uh, your comment there, Kid Moto, um, it brings it brings a quote back to mind, and the quote is: uh, "The road to hell." is paved in, or the road to hell and heartache is paved in what if.
4: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I am, and you know, the funny thing is, is I think you can, you know, you can raise your kids that same way too. You know, my kids don't think about when I get on my motorcycle and ride that I'm not coming home today. They just, you know, it's like if, just like with you guys with guns, you know, they're not thinking about if I go out and target shoot today that I'm not coming home. So it's, it's the same thing, but th- that, that, still leads us back to the same question. How do we get more people on bikes? Yeah, Cause I don't, I don't truly think it's just about education. I think that's a big part of it, but I don't think it's the only way.
3: Yeah. So I think you, you have to get past like the, the whole thing of them only hearing about the bad, you know, this is what we're talking about is like you hear about the bad so much. And it's like whenever some random person, you know, walks up to us as we're about to go on a ride and tells us about her so-and-so that she knows, you know, something happened. It's like, but how do you, how do you change that? Like on a societal level of, Oh, motorcycles aren't that bad. You know? I mean, Um, we
1: know, we know the scale is tipped the other way so hard. So so, in so many ways. Mm -hmm.
3: So you've got, I mean, that that's education, right? And then, having people become less uh, timid and like scared of motorcycles is also education. You know, it's, it's letting them know that it's not all bad or this is how they work, understanding the mechanics of it, stuff like that. Uh, and then whenever it gets to the, like the financial side, cause you guys mentioned finances earlier, like I'm on Facebook marketplace right now, you know, I just typed in Facebook .com/marketplace slash marketplace. and I look at motorcycles all the time. I shouldn't, but I do. Um and like the first thing that pops up, you've got like an 08 um sportster 1200 for $3200. You've got uh I mean there's a freaking Dyna here for 6000. There's a 03 Too much. Harley <laughs> for yeah, right. I mean there's a, a freaking Heritage, like an older looking Heritage on here I think for like $2000, you know. It's like
0: Man, that's a deal!
3: You can yeah. find some really great deals out there, ninety five, eight eighty three for twenty three hundred. You know that'll get you started. And there's cheaper stuff out there, man. Like you can find just uh, older Kawasaki's and tons of stuff for, I mean, yeah. sub two thousand dollars.
5: That's the thing. You just gotta. You just gotta look if you're even interested at all. You know, just look. There's tons of used, like good used bikes out there that can get you started.
0: Oh, for sure. Hey, I've got a novel idea. Oh, So, no, no, no. This actually is a really, I, I think it's a good idea. So, we are all about community. That's what this podcast and all of us are established on, right? Absolutely. So, what if us as a community, if people... We'll listen to the podcast and are interested in getting into motorcycling that don't know anyone that rides or anything like that. We could use ourselves as a community or use the the, uh, Discord as a community to where people that don't know anyone around in their area that rides motorcycles. We have people scattered all across the U.S. on the Discord. Mm-hmm. That would be a way for someone who isn't motorcycle motorcycly or who's motorcycly, child, motorcycly? Motor. Yeah. <laughs> challenged to where they have they they not around anybody who rides, but they could actually sort of be it, it would be like a uh, uh, what do they what do they call them a an mentor. AA?
5: They would have a mentor, sponsor,
0: a sponsor, yeah. a motorcycle sponsor, go. a sponsor or a mentor in their area. Try to get them a mentor or sponsor in their area, so that way they can at least get out or be introduced into motorcycling, mm-hmm. and it not feel like, well, I've got to go to a Harley dealership and be around a bunch of people who look like they're going to beat me up, or you know, I don't want to, you know, the look Harley like I'm a is intimidating the first time. You it know. is. Yeah. If you you, you almost yep. look like a larper if you go there. <laughs>
3: Yeah, That's one of the things I was actually going to mention uh, that I'm, I'm kind of surprised didn't come up in y'all's questionnaire, but uh, like the, the community, well, certain aspects of the community being unwelcoming, you know, like, yeah. I, yeah. I see it here in Orlando all the time, you know, all the time. And then like, even within the community, there's like always those people that talk shit about, You know, you got the cruisers talking shit about the sport bikers, the sport bikers talking shit about the cruisers. And then with it, you got cruisers talking shit about cruisers. And then even within Harley, you know, it's like you got all those guys talking shit about each other. And so it's just kind of like, I understand it's the whole like Chevy versus Ford versus, you know, Dodge and all that. But it's like if you had, I think, a little bit more of like a welcoming community, and you, like people didn't have like a scowl on their face all the time, that it would be, you know, a bit more open. It's the the whole marketing, um, the whole marketing style that Honda took back in the day. Whenever they said, "You meet the nicest people on a Honda,"
5: that's right, right you do. <laughs> you sure do. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. On it for the win.
3: <laughs> but I mean I'm still I still people waiting come right up to me people. on my gram. Most people don't come up to me while I'm on the Harley. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. no, no man, whenever I I you know bought a house and moved in, I was like, "God, I like I really hope the community doesn't hate me." And turns out <laughs> they all started riding motorcycles, so it's like, "All right, that works. Oh, wow. Out. nice." Yeah. yeah.
4: Well, and and I think to to your point, too, Mike, um we've got a couple people in the Discord that are new riders are just buying bikes right now. And I think one of the things that they were drawn to also was the idea that, you know, now they're connected to other riders and now they're connecting to other people that they are going to get to know and they have somebody to do this with. And so they're not feeling, you know, they're not feeling alone. And I think that that's Um, for some people when they when they take up a hobby like this that that's how they feel is that they you know they want to have a sense of community they want to have somebody to do it with Um, I think different for somebody I know for me I I never thought that when I when I did get my bike that I needed that I knew I would be okay riding alone the community has been a added bonus to everything but if the community didn't exist at all i would still be riding so but there are some it's people all, that aren't like that you know that, is fun. that.
2: it's yeah. fun
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. and Absolutely. added boners added boners are always good
2: <laughs> <laughs> maybe for you the more i would the like button.
5: to i would like to say there's also you know y'all are talking about discord and yes our discord is great we have a lot of great people in there um share ideas back and forth and it's a friendly community two more ways that people can connect of course if you type in hashtag support mbc on youtube or instagram you're gonna see a whole bunch of moto vlogging people out there and it's not just for moto vloggers i mean there's people that that don't moto vlog that just ride motorcycles that are in that community, and they're spread out all across the United States, different countries. And like I mentioned before, um, there's kind of a new up-and-coming website, um, supportbikers.com, and that's by the Badgers. They're somewhere, I guess, maybe down around you, Blockhead. Um, Yeah, I've met them. In that area. Yeah. And so they have a map where you can go and you can click on it and you can see other riders around you and connect with those people. So that's just one more way. If you're a new rider or maybe you're wanting to ride and get into it, but don't know anybody, it's a great way to connect with people.
3: Yeah. I actually made a video, uh, talking about, I think think it was Todd, like seven ways to meet motorcycle friends. It's actually the video that, um, 93 dead dinosaurs was born. Oh yeah. Funnily enough. Yeah. <laughs> the beginning of it I just happened to say that for some reason. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like it, it was just like all sorts of different ways that you can meet, you know, other people that ride motorcycles. I had a friend recently. I've known him for like 10 years. Uh he's got a um he's got a 17 Dino Loretta S that he bought a couple years ago. Uh and he's got a uh, a Nightster. And he told me the other day, he's like, hey man, just I haven't heard from him in like a year. And he hits me up and he's like, Hey, I'm thinking about selling the bikes. I know like you're into bikes if you know anybody. And I was like, Oh, like, okay, well, like why why are you selling them? And he's like, Oh, I don't have anybody to ride with. I was like, Bruh. And I'm like, I got you.
6: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
3: got I got people to ride with. I'm like, let me uh I, I told him we got this whole like chat on WhatsApp, uh, and it's like a, a ride planning chat. it's strictly ride planning you know and so like if somebody's doing something we'll be like you know hey what's up blockhead crew uh we're doing a ride to Sugarloaf, ending at you know plant street whatever and like whoever is able to join joins and you drop a location and they either show up or you don't but i mean it's pretty much like open to to you know anybody in the in the chat so it's like there's so many ways like to be able to meet and get involved in the community um you were mentioning an app i i was recently contacted by a company that has like a certain app and it's pretty much like facebook but dedicated to motorcycles
2: meetup moto
4: is that it
3: there's that's one of them
2: yeah that's one of them that's fairly new yeah,
3: <clears throat> yeah that might be it I, I can't can't quite recall but i mean it looks pretty good from you know just kind of glancing over it real quick but there's definitely lots of ways that people can get involved in the community out there you know it's like Uh, Check out your local cycle gears or, you know, whatever bike shops are, talk to them, ask around, see where there's meetups and stuff like that. And just kind of dive in. I think there's
4: a, you know, I, I think there's a certain amount of fear involved in that too. Even for people that have bikes to drive up to the local bike shop or to go to the local dealership and just put yourself out there, or even just show up at a, at a local ride somewhere. I think it's, I think that's super intimidating. I think there's some there's some intimidation factor even worse than going into a bar and sitting up at the bar by yourself. I think that driving your motorcycle to a group of people that are riding and not knowing whether you'll feel welcome is still something that is very prevalent.
3: And Yeah. I think that's yeah, just kind of has to do with like however confident or comfortable somebody is you know because yeah one of the things i've always said is you've got you have an immediate icebreaker you know you ride up on a bike and you see somebody else's bike that you like just start talking about their bike man right. like there's a reason they chose that bike they there's a reason they like, they love that bike ask them what mods they've done man it's it's stupid easy to get right. into it,
2: right it's amazing. And then there's people would... like us that rode and met each other in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Say what? Enough. <laughs> At the first story. <laughs> yeah, the first moto meetup. Well, the first uh, Midwest moto meetup, we didn't. We've never met each other, and we all went to the meetup, and it was in the middle of the woods. So it was like we're riding to meet these people we know online in the woods. <laughs> Not Nothing sketchy Christ- about that. Nothing was- sketchy about that whatsoever.
3: Yeah, that doesn't. air Witch meetup. <laughs> yeah. No, dude, it was the Camp Crystal Lake meetup for sure. Yeah. <laughs> there was no
6: lake.
4: Yeah, that doesn't sound like someplace I'm going to get killed at all.
2: Yeah, my wife goes, "Where are you going?" I said, "I'm going to go meet a bunch of guys out in the woods I've never met."
1: <laughs> no, but nice in you yeah, but all, in all seriousness, it was it was one of the best times. We had we had an awesome time. Everybody that showed up was was eager to meet everybody to everybody else and ride together and we just had you know we just made memories that we're going to keep you know and fuck covid
2: (laughs) yeah it sucks we had to we had to postpone ours the 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 meetup this year because of covid you guys did it too didn't you blockhead you had to yeah we had
3: to we had to push uh flmm back but yeah i mean everybody's just like still hesitant to get on board because like a, a lot of the way that we put FLMM on is you know like getting the sponsors on board to be able to pretty much throw a free event so
1: yeah yeah. so you guys have a does you guys have a date a new date selected for that yet? you want to talk about
3: um we've got a, a date in mind that we've talked to we always do it at Ace Cafe in downtown Orlando and so we've got a date in mind that we've talked to them about but like nothing's solid yet uh we're looking at maybe like March but yeah like it's august already and i feel like we're already behind because that event just takes up so much like time and effort to to plan it to make it go yeah so,
1: we spent so much time like we started back in january february and you know it's supposed to be in what, like three weeks two
3: weeks two
2: today. or three, yeah. two weeks yeah. Wah, wah,
3: wah. yeah just went off though it sure yeah, did. It did yeah it did yep
2: it was that's fucking nuts I wouldn't have went there. I think there's, I think there's uh,
4: some, yeah. some little meetups now happening around that though. I, I think you are having a little, little
0: meetup there.
4: I, I am having a little meetup. You are right. <laughs> you are right. And I, and I'm heading, I'm heading to where uh, the, the uh, the big event was at. So yeah, I'm gonna head out to South Dakota, and I think we'll have probably ten riders out there now. It's uh, that's kind of what it looks like, um, with uh, half of them camping. Nice. And some of them are from our Discord. I think most of them, all of them are from our Discord, except um, one person uh, who's uh, just a local guy that um, watches, follows me on YouTube and heard me talk about it on YouTube and just hit me up on Instagram and said, hey, do you have room for another, another person? And I said, absolutely. My idea is a Hampton Inn what's yeah, <laughs> Dang. yeah we're, we're camping we're i found a pretty uh a pretty rustic campground in the middle of the um between like sturgis and spearfish and um near near the near mount rushmore and so yeah it's gonna be up in the mountains and it's gonna be a lot of fun ryan
1: would be happy spooning a bear <laughs> At this point, I think. (laughs) I'd probably keep the bear awake, motherfucker.
5: (laughs) True. From what I've
1: heard, yeah.
4: Yeah, I can tear paint off walls. No shit.
1: That's what these guys say.
2: Mm. (laughs) Something special. It's
1: like like one of them cartoons where they snore so loud, the roof comes off, and then (laughs) it drops back down. (laughs) I've
2: never heard anything like it in my life. (laughs) Like Little Biggie.
3: It's a part of the podcast where you guys drop the uh advertisement for plug phones. Do plug <laughs> headphones, listen to your white noise app.
0: Yes.
2: It no, it, it wouldn't room. have worked. It wouldn't have been enough.
0: Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> do the plug phones do the plug phones actually work?
3: Oh man, they're amazing. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like so they... Go ahead. Basically it's like, you know, um, Earplugs, right? So, whenever you're riding, like especially distance, you throw some earplugs in and uh, you take all the wind noise away, right? And so, essentially, it takes all the wind noise away. But, like for me, I plug it into the aux on my Senna. And so, I can still talk to people and hear them, but without the wind noise. And then I can listen to music. I can listen to the, you know, Five Dirty Bikers podcast, get directions from GPS, all that stuff, you know, no wind noise. So, without having that wind noise on you for like, you know eight hundred miles or so, however long you're you're riding, like you don't get exhausted and beat from that, so you're you're removing huh. like a discomfort from the whole riding experience
0: does it have the little filters in the in the the headphones
3: no so or is well, it just like
0: regular earphones
3: just with yeah with so it's it's like speakers. like Normal earplugs, but the center, the very center of them is uh, it's just like this little hole, and in in the back of that is like where the speaker is. Oh, okay, all
0: right, because we got these ear what was the uh, yeah, eargasms. eargasms? Yeah, yeah. So, as far as just like regular plugs, earplugs, they have like a little noise filter in it that filters out all of your um, it filters out lower. Like the- yeah. Lower pitched frequency, lower hertz stuff. Oh, it's like
3: a decibel reducing kind of plug.
0: Well, yeah. yes, but it filters out specific decibels. <laughs> so, like wind noise, like you can be standing outside and the wind's blowing through the trees and you hear all the leaves rustling. You put these things in and you don't hear any leaves rustling, <laughs> but you can hear people talking. It's just at a lower volume. Interesting. It's crazy. Then they work really, really well.
3: They I was do amazed. Work
2: Blockhead, what's in your stable right now, man? Because your garage looks really full.
3: <laughs> Does the stable include the storage unit?
2: <laughs> oh
3: my Jesus!
2: Gosh. But
5: wait, um, there's more.
3: But wait, yeah. there's yeah, more. There's more that you guys don't see. Um, that that's called hoarder. Yeah, I've got a problem. <laughs> I made a He's video. It's a
2: bikeaholic.
3: It. It's oh, not a, I, I, I've I've saw a that video. I
1: saw that damn video. You're
3: like, guys, I got a I got a real
1: problem. Yeah. I'm like, uh oh, what
3: Uh-oh. happened? Dude, Dude, I like I got into like a whole different mindset and zone in that video like where I was actually starting to tear up. I'm like, "Man, is this how actors do it?" <laughs> <That was> crazy. <laughs> I
6: don't know, yeah,
3: Crazy. But um so yeah, I've got my uh 2020 my main uh 2020 Harley Softail Low Rider S um and then the OG uh, 2013 Iron 83 which uh, we actually had an interesting development on today that we're going to be doing to it. Um, did you get exactly. those
0: short? Did you get the short shots in from the dude?
3: Oh, uh, from Ultron. No, uh, he's going to package them up and send them over, and then I'm going to try to put those on the chopper. Actually, Ooh, see if they'll fit nice. on the chopper. So it'll be kind of like new style exhaust on like a old school bike. So oh might, yeah, like real cool, But we'll cool. see. That I definitely want, cool. want to get a, like away from the chrome on that bike. So, um. I've got the two Honda Groms, so the the white and the black. Uh, one of those is currently totally taken down. It's up on the lift as a hover bike right now because I'm trying to get those wheels powder coated like chrome gold. I've been through three different powder coaters and nobody can get this gold that I want. So hopefully this guy can do it. Um, and then I've got the 2010 Honda CBR600RR which is another big project incoming. Nice. Um And then let's see, what else can I share? Um,
1: this is only what he can share? Shit. <laughs> yeah,
3: there's, there's stuff that I can't tell you guys about yet, too. <laughs>
1: Top secret.
3: So that's, oh yeah, and the uh, 05 Sucker Punch Sally, uh, Bobber or Chopper, which that is. That
2: thing's badass.
3: Yeah. yeah, it is. And then for season four, we're basically wrapping up the 2017 Dinello Rider S. I'm waiting on one more part to come in. Uh, to be able to like wrap that bike up and film a reveal and announce the winner for that, for, uh, you know, giving that one away. And then for season five, we've got the uh, Harley Iron 883, the Indian Scout and the Yamaha Bolt. Uh, And those are all like, we took them to MMI. We got them dynoed uh, by Jimmy Mack, one of the best in the business. Um, Got numbers, baseline numbers. And then we're going to start building those up and exciting announcement on that, that, I guess we'll premiere on five dirty bikers, but, uh, for season five, the giveaways on those bikes, the, um, season sponsor is Revzilla.
6: Nice. So
3: oh, nice. With Lots of parts and, uh, you know, getting these bikes up and going to, you know, perform a bit better.
4: That's awesome. Good for you. Very it's really nice. cool. Yeah.
2: That's very cool. Thanks. I hey. think it's extremely cool that you do that, man. And give away the bikes. That's, that's really cool stuff
3: yeah i mean it only feels right you know it's like the the i always say it but the community like allows me the community coming together allows me to be able to do like some really cool shit right and one of those things is be able to like get bikes customize them and then like what am i gonna do like hold on to all of them like that's ridiculous like i don't need that many motorcycles i don't need the amount of motorcycles that i have but like i like diversity you know (laughs) <laughs> you know they say it's the spice of life or something like that and i like spicy food so
4: have you uh, given away a bike yet to somebody that ha- is not a rider
3: um i think the first season uh the person didn't have a bike if i recall okay. well,
6: there and then
3: you go. season 2 i know the guy had a bike i think he sold the the bike that we we gave to him um and then season 3 was the 48 bobber and that guy had an older bike. Um, okay, I, th- I can't remember the condition he said it was in, it didn't sound like it was in that great a condition, but he so we basically gave him the, the 48 bobber and he absolutely loved it. Uh, and then yeah, season four, the, the Dyna Lowrider S. So we've you know got all done up club style. Dude, whoever gets this bike, like I can't wait for you guys to see it. Like Eric, he's been helping me build it out. Mm-hmm. like he is super pissed that like he can't win it <laughs> but he's like he's like whoever wins this bike if you want to sell it let me know because he's got blood sweat, and tears and that thing just like the rest of us so
4: so we talked we talked a little bit about how you know i guess probably all of us could promote you know motorcycling what do you think the industry needs to do to bring more riders because i don't think we really hit on what the industry needs to do i mean i think we talked about what we can do and other riders can do
3: mm-hmm. what do you think the industry needs to do Um, like I would, I would say, I don't know. I think that's kind of a mix between like the whole financing side of things. And then also trying to be more welcoming and friendly. Cause like you were saying, like walking into like a, a Harley dealership and I, I'm using Harley for a lot of these examples, but like even, even going into like a normal power sports place you know, it's like that has multiple different brands of whatever it may be, like, it's kind of intimidating going in there, because especially if you don't know what you're looking for. And so I'm, I'm the type of person that like researches the hell out of stuff before I go anywhere to look at it. But if I'm doing like kind of scouting, like I'll walk into a a place and talk to one of the salesmen and ask questions, you know, so I think it's a thing of being welcoming, like as as a, as a company, uh, not being pushy, you know, because like sometimes people are, are just there to learn. And if you take care of those people and you give them the information they want, like chances are they're going to come back because, you know, you're you're maybe the one dealership that actually treated them like a person versus, you know, all these other people like dealerships that are just trying to turn them and burn them. So
4: yeah. I think I know. you know. I, I think that there's something. though, <clears throat> I think the motorcycle industry could learn a little bit from the car industry because if you go in, I mean, I, I'll be the first person to admit this. I've gone into a car dealership without the intention on buying a car and walked out with a car because a salesman sold me something, and I, I didn't feel bad about it. Right? Yeah. <clears throat> I think when you walk into any dealership, this is, and this has been my experience with Harley and in another another, uh, like a power sports dealer that deals with multiple bikes. Um, I think when you walk in there, they make the assumption you're just there to window shop and you're not going to buy. I think there's a different mindset for motorcycle salesmen in all genres of motorcycles that just assume that you're not going to buy. And I think that mindset needs to change too. You know what I mean? That, that you could make a new rider
1: if you behave differently towards them. Yeah. Ryan. I want to jump in there. You were talking about how car.
2: car I hate the car
1: dealership. Well, not they not so much the car dealership, but just the industry themselves. I think it's I think it might have something to do with the way they advertise because you don't see too many motorcycle commercials on TV.
2: You don't see anymore. any, right? That's true. I don't see any. Yeah, they could That's put some true.
1: more. They could put some more advertising dollars in, into the TV waves, and more. It's going to be in front of more people. That's
2: true. That's true. I mean, if you want to see motorcycle content, you got to go to YouTube.
3: Yeah. True. yeah, that's, yeah. that's a big North. thing, like making oh. it. Go ahead.
0: No, you go ahead. No, no, Go ahead, Mr. B.
3: No, no, no. All, all you, bro.
0: <laughs> well, I was just saying, if you pull up to a gas station, whether it's Pump and Munch or...
3: The come and like go. Any
0: come the come and go. and go. Yeah. Um. You know, you'll usually see a uh, a monster you know, ad that might have Mr. Roxon in it or Dungey, or somebody like that riding a dirt bike having a whole lot of fun. (laughs) You don't ever see Harley stuff like that.
1: No, and that's the thing too. Like they've kind of started changing. I think they're, they're marketing a little bit to where they're trying to gear toward younger riders, but they need to put a smile on some of those people's faces. Cause I don't care what type of bike you're riding. You buy a bike, you're, you're going to have, you're, you're having fun doing it right. You are Right. You don't need
4: to put on your, you don't need to put on your, your, your pirate slayer face as soon as you get, as soon as you get your, your bike.
3: Yeah. It's like you, you buy it and it comes with a vest and a scowl. Like I've said that in a video before, (laughs) you know, and it's like, it doesn't have to be the, like the image that you try to portray, you know, it's like, it's such like a, I don't know, like an old school way of thinking. And it's like, you have to make it more human, you know, for people yeah. to feel like welcome and not as intimidated. It's called an
0: RBF, resting <laughs> biker face. <laughs>
5: <laughs> and for God's sakes, please don't just blare wanted dead or
2: alive every time you ride. I prefer flirting with disaster by Molly Hatchett.
1: Oh, my no, no, God. Dude,
2: you got Prince on repeat. on
3: see, now, now we're getting the <laughs> stereotype <laughs> side.
4: Purple what Rain. What do you guys I, think I about Purple Hi. Rain. I'll, I'll Let's purple do some Purple Rain. rain. No, seriously. I knew on. this guy that
5: he used to ride, and I swear to God, every time he took off on his bike, he was Blair and wanted dead or alive. Every single time. Oh, like,
3: that was his warm-up track. Dude, now he's I getting ready to do so. a workout.
4: Did he wear affliction jeans? Probably so. <laughs> he had a bedazzled shirt and affliction jeans, didn't he? Probably. His and shirt was prob- probably a couple sizes too small. A Medium.
5: A, sh-medium. <laughs> a <sh-medium.
0: laughs> he, he probably had tribal flames that only went halfway around his arm, too.
4: <laughs> we, just, we just kicked ass over every stereotype.
3: Nope. Yep. <laughs> you <laughs>
5: oh just ride your shit yeah.
3: just ride hey, <laughs> that, that stereotype that you know you guys brought up is a stereotype that a lot of people see from the outside and they don't know any better you know yeah. so it's like how do you you know in welcoming more riders like how do you get away from those stereotypes
4: you want to know something that was really funny though the stereotype is there for a reason because those people still exist. It's kind of like the, you know, the Dyna Bro uniform, right? The reason why I say that is because it's a real thing, right? Yeah. Except the problem, the, the thing that people outside of motorcycling don't understand is the want a dead or alive guy is probably just as approachable as I am, right? Just walk up to him and say, dude, Bon Jovi was great in 1985. <laughs> But not
2: oh, so much. You know, when I went and bought my my Iron eighty three, I bought it from a guy named Viper Joe. <laughs> <laughs> that was his name at the dealership. It was Viper Joe. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you you get a business card with that name on it? (laughs) I think I probably have it around here somewhere. But yeah, please find it. (laughs) he's like we'll have Viper Joe help you. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? (laughs) (laughs) Tony's still
6: snake
3: bit from that one. Is there a reason you have that nickname? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: why? Viper
4: Joe.
3: He's really good
0: at dodgeball.
4: (laughs) (laughs) It's from his 1985 movie career. (laughs)
2: Yeah. <laughs> Does he have oh, a snap. nice mustache, too? Oh, he had the handlebar mustache, man. It was kicking.
0: Yeah, he didn't have a super-trimmed goatee and dark sunglasses and a white bandana tied <laughs> no. around his head. No. You just described <laughs> <Yes>. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> and half the people that go to Harley. Does he have a premium subscription? He might. <laughs> <Who>? Hulk Hogan?
4: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, joe. viper
5: joe <laughs>
0: viper
4: joe he's on the premiums he's got
0: a python <laughs> in his pants
5: tmi no, oh man God. we got uh, some we discord anyway. questions i
4: think yeah let's oh, yeah. do hey, some discord, speaking of
0: discord cause... don't we have a new discord member We have a new
5: new Patreon.
0: We have a new Patreon member. We have a bunch of new Discord people, but we have a new Patreon.
5: We do have a new Patreon. Mr. John Atkin. Thank you so much, sir, for joining the Five Dirty Biker Patreon crew. We appreciate you so much.
4: Keep it dirty, fucker.
2: <laughs> there you go man yeah that's, that's awful get...
0: strong words coming from such a tall individual
2: <laughs> ryan I has pent-up aggression going on tonight we need
1: to uh, do we need to do um a little segment where mary hands ryan a snickers like through the screen. <laughs> <laughs> it looks Bobby, like it's your I, daughter that hands it to you <laughs> is she angry
0: i <laughs> block you don't Clockhead, you don't have in uh, issues, do you? <laughs> um, I don't believe so. Okay. <laughs> what What are the symptoms? Anger, aggression, a face like this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Test- maybe. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, you don't. You don't seem like you seem easygoing and down to earth. And Ryan just comes off as a dick.
6: (laughs) Jeez.
5: (laughs) He's got RDF. (laughs) Resting dick face. Resting (laughs) dick face.
0: (laughs) I got one thing to say to you for that, Mike. And chin nuts. That's what he's got too. (laughs) Chin nuts.
1: Fuck you, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Love is strong.
2: (laughs) Anyway, Discord
0: discord (laughs) side note okay all right All
2: we gotta get this shit done all right so we got uh he has he he has another good question this kind of goes what we were talking about earlier okay uh from all the bikes you've given away so far including the new ones which one is your favorite
3: including the new ones like the season five stuff
2: Uh, he yeah he just said including the new ones
3: oh man um every one of them is my favorite like whenever i go to give it away it's like i don't know it's like giving away a child or something you, you just like you don't want to see it go but you're like oh like i i have to disconnect myself from them um you know in the very beginning and you know think like from the very start like this isn't my bike this isn't my bike this isn't my bike this isn't my bike so
2: if you ever got done with one and went damn it i think i'm just going to keep this and give away something else
3: no nah, i mean i can't do that <laughs> it's like you get that far into it and make episodes it's like this is the bike guys and then be like actually actually you i'm keeping this one you're gonna get this grom <laughs> yeah <laughs> no. um i don't know like I, one that probably stands out the most um is probably the the 48 bobber that, that's
2: that's his favorite that's what he said i wanted yeah, to see if you were gonna just, hit it it was
3: something like a little bit different you know it wasn't like black and gold you know and uh once we threw the white walls on there it just really brought it all together and uh yeah it was just super clean it looked really good
2: it did look really good
3: appreciate that yeah
2: was it a hard riding bastard with those solid struts on the back
3: man it actually wasn't that bad i got a lot of people that you know asked me that that's why i made the video like like, what is a bobber? Like, how to ride one? It's like because people were like, "How do you ride that thing?" It's like you put your ass on the seat and you twist the throttle. <laughs> like, the, the the barrel springs on that thing were actually better than the stock Sportster suspension. Like, no joke. No shit. Yeah, man. Like, I the stock Sportster suspension, like for it's pretty bad. Anything before what was it like sixteen and before was so garbage. And so, like. I could hit a bump and be totally fine with, uh, with the Springer seat on there. And like with the stock shocks, psh, like it'd be hurting my back. Well, so, yeah, I, had I mean, on my sport riding way. it for a long distance, you'd like, if you're riding it for an hour or so, you'd probably get there and your butt would be numb. But yeah, it was a bar hopper, you know? It's a chopper yeah. or a, a yeah. bobber. It
0: every time a I got bag. wrong, every time I rode mine, I always felt like I had to poop like five minutes after I got on it. <laughs>
3: Because you're full of shit.
2: Exactly.
0: Yeah. It, it <laughs> was <laughs> the dildo he had
4: on the seat. <laughs>
2: yeah. Ew. It was that timer. prostate button? <laughs> did
0: You say like, the dildo. I thought you didn't <laughs> buy now, the pen, I thought you didn't I, buy the I penetrator did. yet, Mike. I, have you not? Have you not ever heard of a dildo conversion? <laughs> nope. Um, <laughs> they make uh, track kits. Oh no. <laughs> you uh, you you strike you you. Start by uh, strapping them on and then you back right into it. Mm. <laughs> Give you an
3: extra horsepower or
0: um, it just it gives, gives you more you wheels, a, it gives you a good feeling in the rear,
2: dude. I that's saw cool. one of those in person and I think I sent you somebody a picture of it. I, yeah. thought, it, I thought it had training wheels on it.
0: No, it's a dildo, dildo. <laughs> yeah, was
2: a dildo it was a dildo conversion. The dildo conversion block just it's not, that's just
4: what we call it but there is a kit where you can basically like back your bike into it and and it's it's more or less just training wheels for for a, a person that doesn't want to make a full trike conversion huh and mike called it a dildo and it's just stuck
2: it has three wheels in the back it has, when yeah, i first <laughs> three wheels in the back.
0: that was on like our second podcast and i brought it up and had my had my serious face going on talking about it, and they're like, "Really?"
2: Like, yeah. I think I googled it. I was like, it's a "Dildo!" I'm going to Google it. No, that no. was a mistake. He still can't <laughs> get that shit off his
4: phone.
0: Still, still can't, can't get, get a new that phone.
2: phone. <laughs> That's in my history forever.
0: Takes you straight to reason. Adam. <laughs> it takes you straight to Adamandeve.com.
3: Oh, <laughs> right, we got a question
1: here from John Boy. What are your favorite routes slash places to ride in your particular areas? So I guess this goes for all of us, but Black will let you go first.
3: Um, so I've got a, a couple like more towards like the west of Orlando, uh, like around Lake Apopka. Uh, we call it Sugarloaf. It's always like, you know, pretty decent ride. Um, and then there's also some stuff out in Claremont. Uh, we just kind of shaped up this one. We call it the Haunted House Ride because – there's this house that looks like super haunted, uh, along the route. Um, and then like kind of stuff out towards, uh, like Daytona and Cocoa beach. Um, there's another one called, oh man, the Ormond beach loop, which is a really, yep. really nice ride. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's probably the most like right off the top of my head, Mary. <clears throat>
5: Yes. Anywhere there's water.
2: I'm good. Well, if, if you live one. on a sandbar.
5: <laughs> I live <laughs> on a sandbar. Um,
2: sand mountain.
5: You know, there's sand a lot mountain. of springs in my area, so I like to ride to look at the springs. We're really close to the Suwannee River, so can access the Swanee River just about anywhere from where I'm at. and. Of course, riding to the coast to my mom's house at Horseshoe Beach and looking at the Gulf—I love that. So, anywhere there's water.
0: I. Like, sure. Anywhere there's gravel or dirt.
4: <laughs> Ryan. Uh, my favorite rides actually are anywhere that takes me out of town. So I like to I like long trips. That those are my favorite rides, and pretty much anywhere if I can ride. You know, over a hundred miles, I'm happy. Tony, I think I got an idea, but
2: well, I'm I'm a big fan of the bourbon trail.
1: Yeah. Was Here that your is that
2: the dick road? The, no, well that was uh you gotta get on the dick road to go, to get to the bourbon trail. But yeah, oh, nice. it was... it's a great landmark if you need directions. Yeah, just follow the dick. <clears throat> <laughs> Rockhead's some... probably going. What are they talking about? Yeah,
1: follow the yellow the, yeah. dick
6: road.
4: To, follow the <laughs> yellow dick road. Right. <laughs> Tony did a I Tony the yellow did a dick road <laughs> in, in preparation for MMM to show everybody where we would be riding, and uh, he was riding with a group of guys, and that were all intending on being there. Uh, Volts actually being one of them, and there was a huge dick spray painted on the road,
2: and that's now the dick road. It's the dick road.
3: So, was it sprayed like over a pothole?
2: No, it was just a huge dick in the middle of the road. (laughs) Is it it a smooth spot?
3: Have you guys heard of Wanksy?
2: (laughs) No. Heard of what? Wanksy?
3: No. Wanksy? You know Banksy, right?
2: He's lost us.
3: No. You guys don't know Banksy? No. Banksy? Yeah, I think it's Banksy uh he's a like a famous graffiti like mural artist over like in the uk um but nobody knows who he is okay but, like you can clearly tell his work and like he'll spray paint like the side of a building or do some kind of art uh, a, lo- a lot of the times it's kind of political but um like whoever the business owner is like will take the wall down like intact and like sell the artwork for just millions of dollars because oh he's like crazy he's crazy famous Look him up. You guys would, would love his stuff. It's like very, you know, modern, um, usually some kind of funny political statement. Um, is, he,
0: is he on the Instagrams?
3: Yeah, I think it's like B-A-N-K-S-Y, Banksy. Check that out. But there was this article that I read a while back on a new artist named Wanksy. And so what was happening is... Is he,
1: like, is he related to Picasso?
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah. God, so what was happening was this community was having trouble getting the city to repair like potholes and stuff like repair the the road conditions, and so they tried everything going like the whole you know correct route of filing you know papers and the whole bureaucratic red tape bullshit, and so nothing would get done, and so what somebody did is they spray painted. Dicks on the potholes in the roads, and they would fix them immediately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, called it, they called that person wanksy.
1: <laughs> Dude, I'm oh, gonna, t- I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you this story before I, I tell what my favorite road is. But back in high school, and hell, this has been 20, 21 years ago. We had a a project for each one of us that was in the senior class of art. And there was there was only like four of us or five of us, and we had these coves these small little coves that were in the, the school cafeteria. And so I got like junior year or sophomore year or something like that. I think I painted like a car and then other, other sort of stuff. But my buddy Roger had junior year, you know, and that's when you start thinking about college and, and what you're going to do after you, you know, after your senior year, um, he hid like six dicks in um, the thinker, the statue, of the thinker.
0: Wow, he is impressive.
1: And he had thought bubbles like coming out, but they were like dicks shooting like wads at his head. <laughs> <laughs> it took almost a decade for them to cover that up cuz the 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 teacher never noticed it until <laughs> until after he retired so like yeah it was like a dick in his knee like the uh the kneecap was like the head of the dick <laughs> oh my gosh
2: strategically so then, placed dicks
3: like so what's with artists and doing that like uh the tattoo artist that i went to to get my entire left sleeve done like anytime i was there in their shop it's just a rowdy group of guys you know but that somehow it would always end up Talking about dicks, and he'd he'd always make fun. And he's like, "I'm gonna hide the dick right here, like while tattooing me." And I'm like, "You better not."
1: <laughs> Imagine that! Like you pissed off a tattoo artist, and you did a big piece on your arm, or your leg, or something, and you you walk out
2: with a dick on you—a big hidden dick.
4: Did you did you look real close? You don't have a dick on
3: your arm right now, do you? I've looked pretty close. I didn't see anything. <laughs>
5: <laughs> so I want to know something in our We're discord. We're all looking now. It's like, <laughs> <yeah. not> <laughs>
3: oh, shit. my tattoo. I, I got a punish-
1: Punisher's hanging brain.
5: <laughs> <laughs> in our discord, somebody says, Squanch says, ask you to sing the taco flavored kisses song. Oh, what hilarious. is, what is that about? <laughs>
3: You don't know. You don't know the taco flavor kisses song.
5: I guess I missed that one. Taco, taco, taco. taco. Burrito,
2: burrito. I love your wishes with my taco flavor kisses.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh taco, man, it's like a really old South Park reference. Um,
4: taco burrito. Taco, Jennifer Lopez,
3: yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah.
4: Jennifer
2: Lopez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little sweets.
1: Yeah.
3: Oh, Benny. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh but john boy just uh for me to answer a question on the grafton river road that runs from godfrey no not godfrey i'm sorry alton illinois to grafton is my favorite road it runs along the mississippi you got big bluffs on your right and you got the river on your left it's a pretty cool ride
2: is that the ride we did on MMM? that is the ride we did yeah mm-hmm. that was, a good, a, that was a good ride a lot of corn lot of corn not there the not river there. road the river yeah road. the river road not the corn road. Well, the Not corn the corn hole, Tony. The corn road lasted about, what, 100 miles?
0: <laughs> give, give or take. 160 to be exact.
2: <laughs> On the, dot. <laughs> oh,
1: well, the dot. We got any more?
2: I think we better move to the word of the day because I think yes. Blockhead's running out of time.
1: Yep.
0: Yeah, speaking of golden corn.
6: <laughs> oh, <shit>. <laughs> <laughs>
1: With banana mono word of the day.
0: It's like Jeff Fuel for your mind. The word of the day is Spoo inner ism
6: oh, <laughs> oh my <Jesus> god.
3: <laughs> I didn't what? quite get that. What was it again?
0: <laughs> Spoo inner. Eyes, um,
5: not
2: in the eye I like to call that the old squanky eye.
4: <laughs> what that's isn't it called? Isn't it short for the Popeye uh,
2: it's a, or that, the that, angry that dragon? dragon. <laughs> oh, I can tell um, you this. This this word of the day is not going to be able to make the podcast, <laughs> <laughs>
0: it can't. Any- oh.
2: Oh, 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 look.
4: Oh you froze. little
0: sweets what? just hit you. Oh me?
2: But I think, yeah, you, you just had said... a sp- <laughs> sp- spoo in the eye gasm. What was the name of that word? <laughs> what was that word again?
0: Spoo in her eyes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no.
5: Little sweet. No <laughs> little sweets just <laughs> and, or, and, or. <laughs> You sound like old town. You've
1: got mail. <laughs> no, That's <is> perfect. <laughs>
6: Shit. <laughs> Let's try it again. Oh,
4: he's, shit. Logging, oh, he's shit. logging out. He's right. coming back. He was like, "Fuck you guys."
2: <laughs> he's like, "Fuck you guys." I'm going home. He's got a, a foot long corner. I'm going home. <laughs> <getting him. laughs> you guys suck. I'm going home. <laughs> <him.
4: laughs>
2: It'll probably be worse this time. Is everything no? good
5: or not, Kui? much
0: better. Is is this better? Yeah, yes. better.
5: We think so.
0: the The word was "spoo inner eyes." Mm.
4: <laughs> spoo inner, spoo in her eyes. That's what mm. it was. Straight up, spoo in her eyes. Mm. Mm.
0: But you're forgetting the mmm. Mm. Mm.
2: The it was at the end. Oh, I, I got to hear it. the spelling of this word.
0: Um, spelling would be. SPO dash N upside down E dash RIZ dash upside down E M Proverbials would be Spoo in schwa rise Schwam that's a Greek spoo. <laughs> yeah, spoo and. Oh, he's fine. Well, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> this can't be happening.
2: Is, there, is everybody on the internet at your house?
0: No, there's nobody on the internet at my house.
2: Well, that's the problem.
5: You have to have fifteen devices connected at
2: minimum.
0: <laughs> I don't have. Minimum. I don't have a minimum of nothing connected. Let okay, me. I'm gonna reconnect it. See if I freeze up. Am I? Am I good? Yeah, Can you hear
2: good, me? You're good.
0: Yep. Okay. All right. Um, it's a noun. It comes from English. 1921. Specifically, we, we have
1: an actual date.
0: Wow. It's Yeah, it doesn't give me a month or a day, but it's from 1921.
4: No one had ever spooed in, in her eyes until
0: 1921. I sw- or they just didn't admit it, one.
1: <laughs> Not in movies. Oh, at least.
2: my God. Roaring.
1: Coins. Hey,
0: you can, get, you can get bubbles, too. Oh. No. Is that bad? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you keep freezing up, man. Yeah. Go upstairs and get some Reynolds wrap and jam it up your ass, and you'll get a better signal. <laughs> <laughs> make a, mm-hmm. make an aluminum foil like satellite dish on your head, like <laughs> this. Put it in your ass. (laughs) See if that helps. (laughs) A little
1: little suppository.
5: (laughs) Triangle shaped, no less. Mm.
1: Yikes. The wedge.
0: I swear to God. Anyway.
5: This is such a good word, too.
0: I know. It'll Uh, all work out with
2: the magic of editing.
0: Definition. First definition. Definition. Is a transposition <laughs> of in, in 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 a tile in the any in tile in initial letters of two words. Okay. Uh, second definition is any error in speech that. Swaps two side labels between two words.
4: So, so if you if you swap her in the eyes, then you're going to get two syllables. labels?
2: Going to get something. Yeah. In the eye. Uh... Yeah.
5: Yeah.
0: Hey, um, <laughs> Mr. Blockhead. Yes, sir. Would you like for me to use... Would you like to use spoo inner eyes mm, in a sentence?
3: Mm, Yeah. (laughs) Hey.
0: Examples of spoo inner eyes mm, in a sentence would be, he was so nervous to give his... Oh. Speak <laughs> that he started out with the spoo in her eyes. Mm.
1: <laughs> you can't start with that. That's the, that's the <laughs>
0: comma. Welcome. Fear.
5: Welcome what?
0: Fear dens. That's like saying. Dear friends, except you changed this the the sly labels around.
5: <laughs> okay, I got gotcha. you. Welcome fear to den. the fear den. She's afraid to get it in her eye because that shit's gonna no. burn. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> They're both done. Tony and Dustin
6: are done. <laughs>
3: He puts his hat on as as he leans back. His shirt is I got kids.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, my kids might listen to this. Jesus,
3: <laughs> you know, what
5: would be different than any other week, Tony? I mean, jeez. I know.
0: You know, oh, Bucket. I think. As like, red as my shirt. I think the I think that has to do with the acidic quality. <laughs> I'm going to say something about. Eating pineapple, but
1: yeah, as I say, they had a lot of pineapple.
0: <laughs> <laughs> very, very. The pH is way off. Need mm. a base to level out that acid.
1: <laughs> These citrus, yeah. citrus, honey, <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, sweet Jesus, <laughs> it's the best food on a first date. Yeah,
6: mm. <laughs> that's where so, that
5: mmm comes in. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no pineapple <laughs> spoon your eyes <laughs> that's,
3: a, that's a terrible thing right there is what that is how do you how do you I don't want to look this up how do you actually say it
6: <laughs> <laughs>
3: um
0: <hang> on, <laughs> I gotta give you the, the example and then I'll give it to um second example if you're Speaking, no. what is all that noise?
6: The, it,
0: if, if you're speaking too quickly, you might stumble over your words and utter a spoo in her mm. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's all about the stumbling now. Boy, I'll tell you what. I, I usually can figure the word out, but this one has me completely. Stuck.
3: Yeah, same. I'm like, I'm sitting over here, like whispering it to myself, like, what is this? I what just... is spoonerism?
4: That's a really, that's the fucking word of spoonerism?
0: Yeah. S P O O N E R I S M.
4: What spoonerism. the? Fuck? <laughs> spoonerism.
0: <laughs> spoonerism. Spoonerism.
4: I like Spooner is or Asm better. (laughs) Spooner is (laughs) Asm.
0: Keep it dirty, riders. We'll see you next time on FDB Pub.